Welcome to the Mayor Estes Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Mayor Edward Estes, Mayor of the City of Glen Arden in Maryland. Each episode will feature stories, news, and information on the progress and unity within the City of Glen Arden, Prince George's County, and the DMV. Prince George's County school buses get major makeover to ensure safety, including cameras. What you should know, buses will hold 21 students instead of the usual 60 plus students. Cameras inside will ensure safety protocols are being followed in real time and cameras outside will help catch drivers who don't stop for buses. According to a press release, Pre- and post-trip bus inspections will be verified digitally and ensure COVID-19 sanitization protocols are being standardized. Steps are being taken to ensure that trip to and from school for Prince George's County Public School students is just as safe as their first day of in-person instruction. While students have been doing distance learning, The county's more than 1,200 school buses haven't been on the roads, but it doesn't mean they've been idle. We've done a lot of upgrades in the name of efficiency, and also right now we're focused on safety, Dr. Rudolph Sanders, the transportation director of the school district said. In preparation for students return to school on April 8th, the school district, county police department, and a company called Bus Patrol, a leading provider of school bus safety technology, have partnered on a school bus safety program, according to a press release. Firstly, there will be fewer fewer students per bus, which would normally hold 64 to 69 passengers. So we're now going with one person per seat, with the seat behind the driver always vacant. So that actually gives us 21 seats, Sanders said. Windows and hatches will remain slightly open to keep the air flowing and strict sanitation protocols will be in place as well. We'll sanitize the buses at least twice a day with sanitizers and then bus drivers between each run of kids will wipe down all the high contact areas, Sanders said. The ride itself would be different in other ways too, with higher tech and higher surveillance. The new buses will be outfitted with electronic eyes, cameras to keep tabs on students. The cameras are hooked up to a cloud where mask wearing and overall safety can be monitored in real time. A new chip card based check-in system will also tell who's on the what bus providing vital information for effective contact tracing should a student or operator come down with the coronavirus to see who was near who or who was on the bus at the time johnny walker a pgcps operator instructor said it was lessened that chance the chances of of students of a child getting on the wrong bus (coughs) or getting off at the wrong stop 
Parents will also be able to download an app to track their students' school bus, much like rideshare services and delivery apps. The pressure of this county public school system is quickly moving forward with its plans to build six new schools in the next three years. But school officials are getting pushback from the community, County Bureau Chief said. Another problem bus drivers have seen is motorists who pass a bus while it's stopped with the red lights flashing, posing a danger to students. Maryland law requires drivers approaching in both directions to stop for a stopped school bus with its lights flashing and stop arm extended. Cameras on the outside of the buses were designed with this in mind. Now violators will be issued a $250 citation in the mail with a snapshot of the infraction if they don't stop. Our program is proven to change driver behavior and 95% of, driver, of drivers that are ticketed for passing a school bus never receive a second ticket, Jean Saulier, CEO and founder of Bus Patrol, said in the release. Driver behavior will be monitored, too, from electronically verified walk-around inspections to sudden stops, lane straddling, and speed. It all represents a slight return to normal, and it's imperative that students buy into the new safety guidelines for them to work. Kids are excited. They haven't been on the bus in a year, so they may have forgotten some of their own safety measures, Sanders said. That's where parents and guardians come in. Sanders suggests they talk to their children and make sure they adhere to driver requests even more than before. This article was first posted on the website of NBCWashington.com. National League of Cities supports infrastructure jobs bill as critical to cities' economic recovery. Following the unveiling of President Biden's American Jobs Plan, outlining more than $2 trillion in federal investment to build back our nation's infrastructure with workers in America's cities, towns, and villages, National League of Cities, NLC, CEO and Executive Director Clarence Anthony issued the following statement. Cities, towns, and villages of all sizes, urban and rural, applaud President Biden for putting forward a significant plan to jumpstart a post-COVID economic recovery with investments in community infrastructure and the people who will build it. Our country needs good jobs rebuilding sustainable, equitable, and innovative infrastructure to connect and serve our residents. We cannot be shy as a country about investing in our people and in our communities to build a better quality of life in every place we call home. Local leaders are ready to rebuild and deliver, and deliver far more than the bare minimum on infrastructure. Fueling our economic growth requires innovation and bold planning. This includes bridging the digital divide to deliver reliable internet access 
to American households and businesses and investing in essential workforce development and training programs to create pathways to employment for local workers. As debate in Washington begins, NLC and its members are eager to discuss the initiatives that can deliver for cities, towns, and villages across the country. This first was read and seen on NLC's website. Hogan, Legislative Leaders, unveiled $3.9 billion supplemental budget. Let's break it down. Governor Lawrence L. J. Hogan Jr., Republican Senate President Bill Ferguson, Democrat of Baltimore City, and House Speaker Adrian A. Jones, Democrat of Baltimore County, announced a coordinated plan to spend more than $3.9 billion in federal stimulus funding to help Maryland's recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. Hogan introduced a supplemental budget to the General Assembly, which was the largest in session change to a spending plan in recent memory. He hailed the court as historic. The governor and legislative leaders also touted the bipartisan nature of the spending plan. With today's announcement, Maryland Maryland has once again shown the nation that people from different parties can still come together, that we can put the people's priorities first, and that we can deliver real bipartisan, common sense solutions to the serious problems that face us, Hogan said during a brief appearance with Jones and Ferguson in the State House lobby. Legislative leaders focused on some of the spending for pandemic-specific responses. Ferguson highlighted more than $300 million that would be dedicated to expanding broadband in the state. He said Marylanders who felt like technology has allowed them to be able to continue work, school, and social interactions without much fuss should consider themselves lucky. Your livelihood, opportunities for learning, and safely being able to socialize should never have been about luck or zip code, Ferguson said. For far too many Marylanders, this transition has not been easy and has not been possible. Because the technical infrastructure, knowledge, and access was simply not available. Jones focused on more than $500 million that will be directed to shovel-ready infrastructure projects that will put people back to work, including improvements to schools and recreational spaces throughout the state. Outdoor recreational opportunities have been a lifeline for so many during this pandemic, Jones said. So I'm pleased that we are funding park and playground projects in every single county in this state. Legislative budget committees got their first look at the proposed spending increase Wednesday afternoon. Senate Budget and Taxation Chairman Guy L. Guzon, Democrat from Howard County, said he thought the federal stimulus funding was smartly allocated with bipartisan agreement to do our very best for the people who are in need now and then, and then set ourselves up for future 
of stability. While Hogan and legislative leaders announced plans to spend $3.9 billion only to about $2.8 billion in additional spending was included in his supplemental budget submission to the legislature. The rest, while planned to be spent in a certain way, will be formally added to the budget later as states wait for guidance from the federal government on additional rules and restrictions for spending the stimulus funds. One concern of state government is whether federal stimulus money can be used to buoy the state's depleted unemployment insurance trust fund. Hogan's plan would allocate $1.1 billion for that purpose, though legislative analysis said that move likely hasn't been made yet and what in want of federal guidance. Another unresolved issue is whether a fluke of timing in the enactment of earned income tax credit expansion could result in a penalty upon, upon up to more than $200 million in the state stimulus award. Maryland lawmakers passed a bill expanding the credit in February, but the bill was not signed by Hogan and took effect March 5th, two days after the deadline set in the federal law intended to limit the use of the stimulus to fund tax breaks. Maryland lawmakers are awaiting guidance from the Treasury Department on whether the state will have to forfeit that funding, which is expected by mid-May. David C. Romans, fiscal and policy coordinator for the Department of Legislature, Legislative Services Office of Policy Analysis said the Hogan administration may be delaying allocation of some federal stimulus funds in order to have the proper wiggle room to respond to the final rules for spending. Senator James C. Rosapep, Democrat of Prince George's County, expressed some concerns about the allocation of funding for broadband, given the Biden administration's $2.2 trillion infrastructure plan unveiled Wednesday, which includes more than $100 billion to improve broadband nationally. The money that we're putting into broadband now, if we get more money from the federal government for broadband later, this year or next, could we swap that back out? Rosa Pip asked. Roman said the governor would have the power to adjust funding as necessary, which could also be needed for transportation projects that are currently proposed to be stimulus funded. Biden's infrastructure plan proposed more than $621 billion additional federal funding uh, for transportation projects. House Appropriations Chairwoman Maggie L. McIntosh, Democrat of Baltimore City, praised the supplemental's budget process on Wednesday, saying it achieved one of her primary goals for this General Assembly session to have legislative input on stimulus spending and to go into the next legislative session with replenished savings accounting and without a deficit. This is what's been achieved in collaboration with the governor's office and the General Assembly. The proposed additional spending will be worked into the state budget during ongoing budget negotiations between delegates and senators. 
The state budget as passed by the Senate came in at nearly $51 billion. With the additional spending, the final budget will likely total nearly $54 billion. Here's a quick look at some other items in the supplemental budget. Relief Act. More than $800 million will be directed to cover state programs included in the Relief Act that passed the General Assembly on a bipartisan basis early this legislative session. The state-level stimulus program provided direct stimulus payments to low-income Marylanders, expanded the state's earned income tax credit, slashed taxes on unemployment income, and provided financial assistance to struggling businesses. Emergency financial help. About $140 million will be used to support the state's major welfare program. Temporary cash assistance to help cover increased, increasing caseloads. About $54 million will be used to enhance monthly benefits for people in the temporary cash assistance and temporary disability assistance programs through the end of 2021. $50 million is allocated to help Marylanders pay past due taxes and utility bills. Reopening schools. 600 million will go to efforts to reopen schools, including 481 million to address pandemic-related costs, 80 million to improve heating and air conditioning systems over the next two years, and 46 million to address the long-term effects of learning losses. The supplemental budget will also use federal stimulus funding for education programs, allowing the state to save $431 million for Blueprint Fund, which is meant to support the state's multi-billion dollar decade-long education reform effort. That account can currently support the proposed reforms through 2026, fiscal analysis said. Transportation and Infrastructure Hogan plans to direct $500 million to the Department of Transportation and Maryland Transportation Authority to improve services and infrastructure. The supplemental budget restores $390 million in funding for capital projects that have been cut, including improves, including improves to the Howard Street Tunnel in Baltimore and on college campuses through the state. More than 41 million in new capital projects are added, including improvements at state government and court facilities, as well as schools and recreational centers throughout the state. Help for state workers. The supplemental budget restores retroactively hazard pay for state employees. State employees who work with individuals in quarantine at state hospitals or prisons, for example, received an additional $5.13 per hour in the early days of the pandemic, but that increase was stopped in September. Other state employees with substantial direct contact with the public received an additional $3.13 per hour for hazard pay. The supplemental budget will use about $100 million in federal funding to continue response pay through December 31 and retroactively restoring some employees to the highest level of hazard pay. Teleworking. 
$10 million is budgeted to help state government expand telework, and $5 million in telework grants to private businesses are available. Home monitoring help. As COVID spread throughout Maryland, the state made efforts to release some high-risk prisoners from state facilities to avoid contagion. But many of those released had to then pay for home monitoring services during the economic downturn. The supplemental budget provides $5 million to help cover those costs. The Rainy Day Fund. The administration plans to use $250 million in federal stimulus funding to provide financial assistance to businesses. That money was originally intended to come from state's Rainy Day Fund, which will no longer be drawn down from that purpose. After the supplemental, the state's budget as passed by the Senate would retain more than $1.35 billion in the Rainy Day Fund, in addition to more than $700 million in unallocated general funds. There were hundreds of other small changes to the budget plan, including the Hogan administration's response to direct funding to legislative priorities included in the House and Senate draft budgets. That includes $2 million for improvements at state-owned lakes, $200 million to support services for people with autism, $3.6 million to bolster salaries for teachers at private schools, for students in special education programs, and $1 million for Maryland, Maryland stem cell research funds. This story was originally published on the wordpress.com website. So there you have it. Thank you for joining the Mayor Estes Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Mayor Edward Estes, Mayor of the City of Glen Arden in Maryland. As you know, most of our episodes will include feature stories, news, and information. So please, if this is your first time joining us, we look forward to seeing you return, and hopefully you'll come back soon. Thank you.